Hi, everyone. It is Phil Bailey from the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. We are on episode nine of the podcast, and we're into May of 2021. I'm recording this into the tail end of May, so I've uh, been able to kind of go through through May. And for today, I'm just going to answer some common questions I've been getting, again, from uh, some clients, um, you know, just some, some folks I've been hearing from. I think it's important because I know if someone has one of these questions about real estate in London, there's probably many of you that uh, that, that also have a question. So I'll be getting that in just a moment. Um, as I'm going to be doing on uh, every podcast episode, uh, especially during COVID right now and the lockdown we're currently in, looks like we have some light at the end of the tunnel though, which is, uh, which is fantastic. Um, as I'm recording this, um, I did get the vaccine, which I'm pretty happy about. I'm very, very happy about. I know many people are uh, looking forward to getting their vaccine appointments in the next uh, next few weeks. Um, I've got my first shot. It looks like uh, the news yesterday was that people will be getting their second shot in the next uh, the next little while. Um, so at the start of the episode, I'd like to just kind of give a shout out to a local business that I really like in London. I think right now more than ever, it's uh, absolutely essential to support these local businesses, uh, especially restaurants restaurants and some places that just can't remain open like they usually do and they're doing takeout. So one of my favorite places in London, I think many of you know this from some of the giveaways I've, I've done recently, is uh, Bungalow, uh, which is a one of my favorite places to get a make-your-own-burger in town. There's lots of other options I know on their menu. Uh, little inside secret there is that the chocolate cake, if you're a chocolate cake fan like me, is one of the best I've ever had in my life. Um, had that last night for a uh, a little dinner and movie night and it was absolutely fantastic um i think i've got through everything to watch on netflix and crave and all the other streaming devices ever created um looking forward to kind of getting some physical exercise over the next little while now that uh, we're allowed to do so um so let's talk about real estate uh in london the last month it's been what I, the only thing i can really tell is that it's been a little weird um it used to be for the last you know, few 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 months, uh, probably a few, even probably a couple of years. Um, there's been a huge rush. I know last year uh, during the the heat of the pandemic, we saw multiple offers on almost every single property in the city. Uh, inventory was exceptionally low, and it wasn't unheard of to have 40 offers on you know, on a property. Um, you know, one of the questions that I've received and that I did want to answer today on the podcast is, you know, which home values am I seeing the most demand for? Is it really entry level homes or is it shifting? And I'd say there's two two types of homes that I've been seeing a lot of demand for. And and again, this is just with my you know with my clients. I'm sure it's different depending on on where you are in the city. But what I'm seeing is a lot of demand for any home priced under five hundred thousand, um, probably especially so for homes priced under four hundred thousand. Uh, I've had some listings kind of in that range over the last little while, and those homes are still moving quite quickly um, and getting you know getting getting showings. I, I'd say it's a little bit different though. And what's kind of weird is that you're not getting the same amount of showings and the same amount of offers that you were even two months ago. Um, that's definitely, you know, not not statistically proven yet. We haven't seen all the numbers from from May yet, but there have been homes, my listings, not my listings, that have been selling closer to asking price and even a few under asking price. Um, you know, I know you can list a house at whatever the heck you want to list a house at in terms of price, um, but I haven't really seen a huge impact on the overall price so far. Homes are still are still selling at, at quite a quite a high price uh, compared to what they maybe were a few years ago. 
But what I am noticing, and I'm wondering if this may be it may be becoming a trend, is just less showings, less offers. And if you get less showings and less offers consistently, you would think that that price would be would be impacted. Um, another thing, another question I had is, you know, I, one of someone asked me they saw a home in their street that was listed at a lower price, so it was listed at I think three hundred ninety nine thousand. Uh, they had their offer date, they didn't get any offers or they didn't get any acceptable offers, and they actually relisted the house at a higher price, which seems really counterintuitive to to everyone. Um, and you know, I understand why this is happening, um, but it is it just comes across as very strange. So why I think this is happening, and speaking with other agents in in the city, I think the idea is that they listed at say three hundred ninety nine in the hopes that they're going to get multiple offers and really drive that price up significantly. So maybe they, they were actually set at a price they thought they were going to get 450000 say, maybe even 475000 for that house that was listed at 399 So they had an expectation because of how things have been selling in the market in London over the last few months or even several months that they would get that price. Obviously, the offer date came. They didn't get the acceptable price that they thought they were going to get. So then they actually decided, okay, let's take the house and we're going to relist it at 450000 because that's a price that we're actually okay with. And at that price, that means that you're looking for one buyer rather than multiple buyers. You're looking for a buyer that likely and, and definitely could have conditions in that offer. Um, so it's a bit of a it's a much different ball game in, in that point, and then of course too you're you're probably going to be on the market a little bit longer in terms of time. Um, you know some people are saying okay it might be sellers getting a little bit uh, greedy in the market. Um, you know if they're, they maybe they're not as motivated uh, to sell they might take that approach. Um, you know I'd be really careful with this. I think it's really important to try to price accurately and have a game plan in place. But what I will say is that a lot of agents, uh, you know, me included, have uh, been having to deal with a shifting market. And when you're dealing with a shifting market, you have to be able to, you know, call an audible when you when you see fit to be able to make a change uh, to your pricing. So on that question, that's why that's happening. I think, um, you know, I'm sure there's some other reasons as well. But that's one of the, the things that I'm seeing is you actually see a home get relisted at a higher price, which seems very strange to pretty much everyone, but there was an expectation of multiple offers. Obviously that didn't work out. Um, the other question I had is what homes are you seeing that are actually not getting those, you know, those multiple offers that you may have been seeing before? Well, I'd say there's a few factors. I think one is that if you have a turnkey house that shows really well, has beautiful photos, everything looks like you could put it on Instagram, everything's just fantastic. Um, most of those homes are still selling in multiple offers from what, from what I've seen in my, my personal experience. On the other side of the coin, if you have a home that doesn't show well, that's in rough shape, might not even have very many photos on on uh, MLS because maybe there's a tenant in there. Um, those homes, you're a lot of the time recently, and and you know, I don't know the exact stat yet because we haven't seen the full stats from uh, from this month yet. But in my personal experience, you're seeing a few less uh, times that there's going to be multiple offers on those homes. Um, so if it needs some work, um, most agents are you know likely listing around a price that they're actually comfortable at getting rather than expecting multiple offers. Um, you know, there's more than one way to go about this, of course. Um, and of course, you know, one of the biggest challenges I'm facing right now is just really managing my seller's expectations because the market has just been up and up and up and up for the last several months. And now it seems to be potentially going into a slight, you know, leveling off period. 
Um, you know, the the final question I did want to answer, and it kind of comes comes into this this uh, last question, is around you know what do I think is going to happen in the market over the next uh, the next several months. Um, again, I don't have a crystal ball. All of this podcast is is really just my opinion from based on what I'm seeing in the market. You know, I think if you're doing something over and over and over again, you're probably going to be able to learn uh, a little bit about you know what's working and and what's not working, what I'm seeing, and and I'm happy to share that with everyone. But you know, where's the market going? I, I think you're seeing more inventory come on the market. Uh, that might be a combination of factors. It could be, you know, COVID obviously was playing a huge role. When you look at maybe somewhere like last March, um, uh, there just wasn't a lot of transactions happening, and then there was a lot of transactions happening, um, but there was still just lack of inventory. Uh, there wasn't a lot of options out there. Now you're seeing more inventory come on the market. Um, you're also seeing I've had a lot of buyers uh, that I'm working with. Um, you know, a few months ago they told me, Phil, I'm just not, I'm not really comfortable in this market right now. I want to take a break. Um, and I think that's happened to a lot of agents. So there's a bit of a lull and almost like an indecision point right now with a lot of folks, I think. Um, and you know, that's, that's somewhat normal to happen in maybe a July, August, everyone goes on vacation. It's been a little weird because not a lot of vacations happening as much right now. A lot of some folks are saying maybe that that time frame is actually moving up closer to now. So instead of of this happening in July, August, maybe it's happening, you know, May, June. Um, and I think we're going to really see this when we see the May the May numbers come out. So typically, when you're looking at all these newspaper articles and and all of the the blogs and everything that's happening, you're really seeing a month out. So all the stories that are being written right now about how crazy the London real estate market are, are actually being written from numbers from April. They haven't even seen the May numbers yet really in full detail. Once those May numbers are released, and those usually get released in the first week of June from the London and St. Thomas real estate board, then maybe you'll start seeing what, you know, what I think a lot of us are seeing in the market. And there's just a bit of an indecision. Right now, it hasn't really, from what I've seen, it hasn't had a huge impact on, on the final price. But if you consistently see less number of showings and less number of offers in total, you better have some really serious buyers at the table every single time, or you're you're not going to be able to keep those prices as is just going up and up and up and you know forever. Um, you know, if you're looking at buying and selling right now, I think you just need to be patient on the buying side and on the selling side. I think you have to be realistic. I think going in and thinking your neighbor just sold at a, you know, a price I'm going to get better than them because my, you know, my house is so much better in every single way. I think we just need to be realistic. We need to look at actual facts of a situation. And then on the buying side, I think we need to look at potentially, you know, getting back to the table a little bit. And if you're not at the table on offer day and you don't put an offer in, it's really hard for, for anyone to, you know, to, to get a house. So I think sometimes, you know, writing an offer. And for me, like a lot of the buyers I were working with were writing five, six, seven offers on home homes before we're actually getting one. But if you don't write that six offer, you're just not going to get one at all. Of course, you know, you got to be comfortable with doing that. It's a huge financial decision. I'm never going to tell someone to just write it, write an offer for no, if they don't really, really, really want that house. But the clients that have been successful with this year have on the buying side have really got their ducks in a row before they're making an offer in a home. That means financing, that means home inspection. That means making sure that they're comfortable at that, that price. And then they're, you know, treating the situation like any professional would treat the situation, running their game plan on the offer day, and uh, obviously getting a house. 
Um, so that's all I'm going to really say for today's episode. I, I do really appreciate all of you uh, taking a listen. Um, for future episodes, I'd, I'd really like to get some more questions like this. So I'm going to try to do this every you know four or five episodes. I'll try to do a question and answer period. I'm also looking for and anyone that would be interested in maybe coming on the show as a uh, as a guest, uh, just to share their experience maybe as a buyer or seller in the market. Of course, any professionals as well. I'm always happy to uh, to chat about that. And uh, yeah, I look forward to to everyone uh, having a wonderful summer. We're almost there. Uh, again, we're at the end of May right now. We're going to be into uh, June and July before you know it. And I hope everyone stays safe out there. And I look forward to chatting with you all very soon. This is the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. This is Phil Bailey from Royal Page Triland in downtown London, Ontario. And have a wonderful day.